What's happening, y'all? Welcome again to another episode of Four Corner Cinema. I'm Adrian. I'm Ari. What's going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, if this is your first time checking us out, man, we really appreciate you. Uh, we are a film and TV review podcast. If it's TV, if it's movies, any kind of form, it doesn't matter. If it's a wrestler in it, we're going to review it. That's what we do here at Four mm-hmm. Corner Cinema. Yes, sir. All right, man. How you feeling, man? How's your weekend going? Oh, man, it's going good, man. Uh, you know, NFL playoffs is going crazy right now. A lot mm-hmm. of upsets. A lot of surprises things going on, man. It's a fun weekend in sports. Um, I was trying, I'm trying to run and go see that uh, Book of Clarence movie. Probably, mm-hmm. to be honest, I might try to go see that shit before the game or probably after. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be one of my films I want to go see, to go vibe out. Um, you know, seeing that, what's it called, uh, The Harder They Fall. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I just rewatched it, showed my mom's the movie for the first time. And she was amazed right now. Seeing, I was like, oh, shit, forgot that he's doing this film. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no, I got to go support this joint. I got to go support it. So, you know what I'm saying? That's going to be my um, vibe for Weekend Footballs, movies. Uh, shoot. That's really, you know, that's the main vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's. It's real, uh, I can tell people, it's playoff season and a lot of different things. Wrestling, football, it's a lot of different things going on right now. So cinema, like content-wise, I've I've been glued to the screen. Oh, yeah, and they had a crazy fight last night on in UFC. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah, my man was watching. It was a lot of good fights, man. You know, they were doing their bets and such, but I was just there watching it just to watch it and shit. But no, it was some really, really good fights, man. Shout out to... uh, Toronto, you know what I'm saying? They had a good show out there, UFC and them. But yeah, nice. man, like I said, solid weekend, man. How was yours, man? It's good, man. Friday, I, I know I sent you a message, but uh, Friday was super fun. Me and the wife went on a double date with the homie yeah. uh, at the Plaza Theater. Shout out to them. It's the mm-hmm. Atlanta's oldest independently owned movie theater. They actually had a showing of... Uh, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990. Oh, that's yeah, hard, yeah. yo. Yeah, it was lit, man. They had, uh, what all did they have? They had a costume contest beforehand. Um, my man's, he was Shredder and his two kids were the Foot Clan. So, come on, you know, of course you had to win. Um, that's they, amazing. Yeah, they were serving pizza, cheese or pepperoni. And they had at the bar, they had like this green cocktail that they call Midori Ooze. So it looked like the, you know, it, it was vibes, man. And they were That's playing hip hop. Yeah, man. It was it was dope. Uh, great, great time. It was a sold out show. It was packed out. Like, luckily, we were in the lit corner because all of us in the back, obviously, we all had the VHS because all of us were saying the lines before it came mm-hmm. out. And we were all, it was just wild back there. Man. That's what I'm talking about, man. Shout out to these yeah. theaters that's bringing back those old nostalgic vibes when it comes to cinema, man. Like I said, I, I know you, you talk about that. I remember I brought up the one from the first episode, our, our type of theater like that, North Park Theater. Mm-hmm. It's keep these type of theaters active. And when they do stuff like this, support it, man. Support it. It's fun. It's really fun, you know. Um, but, yeah, man, like I said, shit like that. Love to do it. I want to start getting some more, uh, like I said, intimate shows like that or Start going. This is a place that got better theaters too. You know, Buffalo got to step their theaters up, just in mm. the sense of just uh, experience. You know, definitely. But 
I definitely want to start going to some bigger theaters because they be having some dope premieres and such like that. And like I said, just intimate stuff like that too. I can't wait. I think they're about to do Cowboy Bebop. They did a uh, showing actually it's okay. today. Yeah, they do it. They might, actually, I might do that. Go see that. Uh, do a Cowboy Bebop the movie at North Park Theater and such. More than likely, you're gonna see people there probably dressed up or Hell doing yeah. that. Like I can't wait. That's a, that's one of my joints. I don't watch too much anime with that one. That's one yeah, of my Cowboy right Bebop's there. hot, man. Yeah, my my wife put me on to that. We went yeah. to we wound up. She put me on because she had gotten tickets to the drive-in when they were showing that movie at that same theater. So, ooh, come on, yeah, listeners, man, support support your independent theaters. Look it up. A Google search is your best friend. Look it up. Support it's them because they need our support. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, man. But before we get into our main topic, our main topic, by the way, I did a horrible job of introducing it. Uh, Today, y'all, we're going to be reviewing the 80s cinematic classic Roadhouse featuring the great Patrick Swayze. So before we get into that, Ari, we got to talk about the wrestler who brought us to that review. Because once again, at Four Corners Cinema, uh, it doesn't matter if it's a movie, TV show, any form of media. If it's a pro wrestler in it, we're going to review it. So we got to talk about my guy, my man's Terry Funk. Great wrestler, uh, Hall of Fame, recently departed. So rest in peace to him and rest in, peace. Rest in power to his memory mm. and his legacy and all of that good stuff. But uh, terrific career spanning from his days of NWA Um his great feud in Memphis with the great Jerry Lawler going all the way to Japan when he and his brother Dory were there at all, all Japan pro cooking, being big baby faces. And of course the modern wrestling fan, a lot of us would recognize him from his days of ECW being the timeless legend. Who's that old man in that wrestling ring? Man, that's Terry Funk, and he's getting the shit off. Foley going psycho in the ring, yo. Exactly, exactly. And speaking of him and Psycho, I mean him and uh, Cactus Jack, they had a terrific match. IWA, uh, King of the Death match. Oh, yes. Classic match. One of the YouTube classics. If you're a wrestling fan, it's there. Go check it out. But uh, let's talk about Terry, man. What, What are your thoughts on the legend? Um, like you said, for me, it started seeing him ECW, those red, black, and white striped pants, mm-hmm. OG coming out and just, just, just as savage as everybody else, you know, how brash talking sounds like any crazy old vet that you will run into right. or some shit <laughs> like that. I mean, he, but his passion for the, for the industry, his history, his family's history, the show, to see how his roots is really deep in this wrestling shit and not just mm-hmm. some old castaway wrestler just happened to be trying to collect a check in ECW. No, it's deeper than rap with him. It was a reason why they were happy to bring him over there. Knowledge yeah. and a lot of the stuff, man, just hearing how he talked about hardcore wrestling, he made it sound like an art. So just to see him, you know what I'm saying, in that element and in the space I did, you know, it was still just as impactful as it probably was for somebody back then because he still had that same passion for the game, you know? So seeing later, you know, saying what he did with Foley and the tag team fields and such like that, like with Cactus Jack, I mean, you know, it was really dope stuff, man. Like when you th- when I think about hardcore wrestling, when I think about like real passionate 
Southern wrestling, mm-hmm. I think about Terry Funk every time. So, every yeah. time. When I think about Southern wrestling, I think about Terry Funk. He is the epitome and the like the face of what a wrestler who was coming from the South and his, that energy they brought with them mm-hmm. really represented. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Terry Funk, man. Definitely. Real definitely the definitely. Funk Meister. I always think of Terry as like the perfect pro wrestler because mm-hmm. he was an awesome heel. He was an yeah. asshole. Like if you go back to him feuding with Ric Flair, WCW, perfect heel. Him in Memphis, he was an asshole, but you wanted to see him get beat up. Yep. But he was a believable, crazy, like like you knew something was slightly off with him. So yeah, he's gonna throw that chair across the room like that. Yeah, okay, yeah, he was yeah. about that. So I, I mean, and he was a he was a good babyface when they gave him the chance. Like mm-hmm. in Japan, all Japan, he was a babyface. Him and Dory, they were the brawling, uh, country white guys coming to Japan and wrecking shit. They were babyfaces yeah. and they were yeah. hella over. And uh, when it came to ECW, you know, of course, he was the he was the old school hero. He was the legend. So he was a baby yes. face, had a great feud with uh, Shane Douglas uh, at the beginning of ECW type man. type deal. Yeah, yeah, man, he was a legend, man. He was a legend. Did you get a chance to check out that uh, exploding uh, match, that exploding yeah. ring match that I sent yeah, you? Yeah, I got I got pieces of it. So when okay. I was watching it, dog. Watching it with the homie and such, it is like I'm trying to like really see the differences of how like where really Kenny Omega and them went wrong, and, and yeah. it's a lot of lot of places, lot of places, yeah. bro. But the match itself was amazing. Like I said, it was it was that's like the other part of wrestling that you can really just sit back and not try to be super focused on. Oh, this move and this sequence and stuff. Now you really just gotta sit back. Yeah, you just sit back and watching the show, bro. That's one of them type of matches you just gotta sit back and let the let the artist paint. Mm-hmm. Just let them paint the picture, and you'll be satisfied at the end. You don't gotta know what it is. Just sit back and watch, bro. And that was one of those matches. So I always gotta appreciate gimmick matches like that. That they take it to a next level, pushing the boundaries, moving the ceiling higher. You know, and Terry Funk was always a guy. I could talk about looking at this shit as an art and not just maiming yourself. Right. Like, right, no, right. this dude is really taking shit to another level. So when the next person comes in, they be like, damn, I seen that match. You know what I'm saying? Now I, I know I have to go up another level for these fans because after right. they seen that, this all that's gonna be implanted in their mind forever, as it is to this day. You know what I'm saying? A lot of those funk matches are still implanted in our minds to this day. Just because of the extra effort he put in, character wise, mm-hmm. selling wise, anything when it came to these type of matches. So yeah, shout out to that fucking. Match. I might have to watch it again. Yeah, that, yeah. that match in particular, man. It was yeah. so many stories going on in that, and it's just it's really a shame thinking about. I I saw the vision. I, that's my yeah. thing about AEW's Moxley uh, Omega match. I saw the vision. And I enjoyed that match all throughout, even yeah. them trying to tell the story, especially toward the end with, uh, you know, my guy oh, Kingston. Kingston coming out. That That's a whole that's storytelling. But the execution of the effects just went there. It is what it is. It, it's a shame that that match is remembered for that failure of a effect. 
versus what they were trying to get off, which was, yeah. it was a good quality storytelling, at least yeah. attempt at it. But Come on, take Kelly Kingston protecting Moxley. That shit is a, a two-pack of ass. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? That shit stinks. Shout out to them. Hopefully they try to run it back one time. They just, just got to spend some more money on some effects. That's all. And just take it. You might have to take it out of the arena if you really. Well, no, oh, not yeah. take it out of the arena. They had it theirs in the arena, but their shit was outside. So I would probably better maybe if it was outside. Man, it's oh, it was at Daly's place, right? Never mind. So that yeah, was, that was Daly's, Daly's place. place is so close. I mean, it's too close. Like it's oh. dangerous to have an explosion. Like if you compare what they did at FMW with Funk and Onita, uh, like the nearest fan was probably what like twenty feet away from that ring. Like it wasn't okay. Like yeah, with yeah, Daly's, yeah. It was pretty close. spaced out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. So from a logistics, they couldn't get that off, but hopefully they try that again in some form or fashion. But shout yeah. out to Onika, one of my favorite wrestlers. I know Moxley's a fan because he uses Wild Thing. That was Onita's theme for the longest, but shout out to him anyway. Oh, but, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the reason. Like I think I think Omega and uh Moxley are definitely Onita fans because you saw so many shades. Or inspirations throughout that match from that man. So yeah, nah, Onita's definitely like definitely gangster, definitely if, gangster. And if, if you're talking about a pro wrestler who is slightly off, yeah, that's my man. He that's he would have <laughs> went crazy in in the states during the '90s, bro. Mm -hmm. Like that that mid late '90s, he would have went stupid. I'm surprised he didn't have any like like short stints. I mean, you know how you come over to ECW, while yeah. out for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Go to maybe have a WCW or something like that. But nah, that dude definitely was different. But that's what I like about finding different wrestlers like that over over in the um, Eastern side of us, you know what I'm saying? The States mm -hmm. or the country and such. Because, dog, it seems like just culturally, you would think all the only the American wrestlers are like, you know what I'm saying? This crazy when it comes to wrestling oh, and nah. such. Man, they got some yeah, guys over here that will have you, bro. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, for but sure. Not, if you haven't already, like, comment, subscribe, and of course, look us up on socials at Suplex Dinner Club. And be sure to check out our other projects. We talk college football on Dogs versus All Y'all. That's a weekly college football podcast where we don't just talk about the Georgia Bulldogs. We talk about all things college football. The Life and Times pod, which is short for the Life and Times of a Restaurant Lifer podcast, where I have some chill conversations with some cool and interesting people that I've met in my years in the hospitality industry. And of course, check out Talk Em in the Building. That's a pro wrestling podcast where we solely focus on the promo. We talk about the talkers, we hype the hype man, and we pontificate on the promo. It's a fun project, and if you're a pro wrestling fan, I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. If you're into TV and movie reviews, check out Four Corners Cinema with Ari and Adrian, a podcast where two lifelong pro wrestling fans review film and other forms of media that just so happen to have some of our favorite pro wrestlers. The Suplex Dinner Club family is growing, and I would love for you to be a part of it. Let's go ahead and get into it, man. This is the main event. This is what we're here to talk about. 
the classic Roadhouse. Exactly. <laughs> All right, from 1989, 1989, this is mm-hmm. a classic. We got a couple shout outs of some prolific actors in this one of course we gotta start off with patrick swayze yeah uh this is during i i mean i was talking i was talking to lois about this man this was during peak patrick swayze is him stage of hollywood because yeah he was like he was considered the sexiest man of america and all of that you got ghosts coming on after this which blew him up even more yeah, I was trying to see what came out right before. I mean, it was dirty yeah. dancing. Like you got, yep. you got some classics and some hits from that man around that time. What yes, other movies sir. do you see uh, from Patrick Swayze? I got you. To you, I just wanted to see that little '80s pocket right there because that's like I said, that's really where he was in a whole nother bag. Oh, you mm-hmm. got your typical uh, war movie. You got mm-hmm. your. You got your uh, Western next to Ken. So it wasn't it wasn't his, his, the ones, like you said, that took him to that next level yet. But this mm-hmm. was, I believe, this was the start. Oh, Point Break. This was the start. Oh, yeah, Point got, Break. Yeah, this, this is definitely the Patrick Swayze pocket right now. Yes. Because point you're talking Dirty break. Dancing, Dirty Dancing, Roadhouse, Ghost, which was the mm-hmm. one. And that was the point one for break. me, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, of course, oh, the got, Outsiders. I forgot he was outside. in that too. Exactly, and that yep. was like an '80s all-star movie, right there. Yeah, I so. fucking love that movie. Uh, uh, yeah. Who else we got? We got Sam Elliott, uh, the yeah. classic Sam Elliott for a quick second in there. Dude, Sam Elliott's cool as fuck, yo. I'm sorry, yeah. that dude is cool <laughs> as shit. Like, just look cool at him to this, this day, right? Just look how he looks right now. Right, like, this right. dude looks fucking <laughs> amazing. That's the guy like, you want to have that a beer mustache. With. Right. <laughs> That's a stash for your ass, bro. Hide you. Hide you, bitches, bro. Look at this man. This, this is. A shout out to the legend. <laughs> nah, real shit, man. Yeah, you got to have a fucking, like, just a confidence about yourself to keep them handlebar mustache oh, over yeah, the years man. like that, bro. Shout out to Sam Elliott. Definitely. Definitely. But, um, I mean, you know, this was a this was a success. They wound up in the box office getting mm-hmm. sixty one point six million, which was big time uh, around that time. Yeah. And it's it's just one of those eighties classics that a lot of us, if you haven't seen it, and I highly encourage you, obviously watch it because we're talking about it. But it's one of those movies that just really encapsulates eighties. 80s action slash uh, a little drama slash a little sex appeal. You got some nudity in it, of course. Mm-hmm. It's the 80s. They were always finding a way to get some cheeks on there. Yo, this is really right at the end of it, too. So yeah. it's like, it's just hiding and hiding and hiding. This is 89. So right after 88, you know, you know, cracked in his already is siphoned into the city. You know right. what I'm saying? Cities like Coke is crazy. It's just so much wildness that you know america is a wild wild west right now Mm -hmm. you know and i feel like this film really depicts just like the snapshot at least where like you know saying rural white america was you Mm -hmm. know saying mentally and this i said the 80s dog this movie is just so 80s bro it's so 80 you're gonna put this out in any year 
and it would have probably made sense to me or anybody that wasn't from the 80s you know say so this just right. looks pure personified defi- definition sex Even drugs rock and roll. roll yep yep sex drugs rock and roll that's, and credit cards <laughs> and credit cards bro that man she made sure he was like yeah i got some gold for you too i was like oh yo flex on him bro pull out that some, new gold some, card some good old-fashioned capitalism to fuel come on, everything son. yeah man come on. but uh i mean look, i'm gonna give you give you all a good plot rundown and then we're gonna give our thoughts on some of these characters and what really stood out to us all right so here's a plot to roadhouse 1989 classic film the double deuce is the meanest loudest and rowdiest bar south of the mason dixie line side note the double deuce is one of the nastiest club names yo i was about to say that the double deuce like (laughs) clearly is the shithole like (laughs) tell me it's a shithole without telling me it's a shithole yeah just shite or (laughs) (laughs) make it sound a little fancy Uh, Dalton, who's Patrick Swayze, has been hired to clean it up. He might not look like much, but the PhD educated bouncer, which is crazy, uh, proves he's more than capable. (laughs) Busting the heads of troublemakers and uh, turning the roadhouse into a jumping hotspot. But Dalton's romance with the the gorgeous Dr. Clay uh, puts him on the bad side of a cutthroat Local big shot Brad Wesley. So that's Just the plot. Such of, evil, uh, evil yeah. man's name, Brad yeah, man. Wesley. Yes. So, hey man, I want I want to talk about let's let's talk about the double deuce, man. What what was your vibe when you first saw? What, what was your vibe on the first scene showing the double deuce? Dog, when they pulled up to this motherfucker. If I'm not making sure this is the, the club he ended up going right. to work at. So mm-hmm. first pulling up, all you see is Terry just flinging a nigga right out and shit. Now my acting in there, bruh. I only <laughs> like I've seen old shit of Terry Funk. Yes, bro. Seeing Terry Funk looking that swole yeah. and like that young with the young, I'm like, yo, who is is that Terry Funk, bro? And I'm like, yo, he really looked like he really fucking niggas up on this set, bro. And just seeing that, like, little job, like, nah, so I could really see in real life, Terry Funk was just, this was just, he was just living out his teenage years, his 20s, mm-hmm. in this scenes and, such, and shit like that, bro. So when I seen the whole setting, I'm like, yeah, I can see Terry Funk in a vibe like this. I can see this. <laughs> He can, he can this, thrive in this, but this, the whole this, dog, nasty, disgusting, super. bruh. The people, oh my gosh, like it was wild a white trash fuck. haven, bro. It was a white literally, trash haven. literally. Oh my god, bro. I know I would have probably fought three times in that shit just <laughs> out of the disgust. Somebody didn't probably have to call me, nigga. Like, nah, why are y'all acting like this? Right. We, oh no, nah, they was bugged out in that yeah, bar, bro. It wasn't even felt like it was violent. The it was just rude. Yeah. yeah. You got chicks standing on the tables. The waitresses are serving serving they the fiends in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, yo. I was she was like, not here. I'm like, oh right. Right. <laughs> bugging. right. As soon as you say something, you getting you getting punched in your face, like that kind of action. To the nah, point where man. the band is protected by a cage. I thought still that throwing was bottles at them. 
That was the funniest shit, bro. Like, them niggas really was behind a whole cage. Like, I thought they were forced to perform or something. <laughs> like, yo, who got y'all hostage and why are y'all doing this? But Kate Potter, that's an actual band. I didn't know that it was an actual mm-hmm. band. And he's uh, actually the lead singer was actually blind. He was real. Yeah. Real. Yeah. And when I seen, I was like, oh, okay, we actually about to go here. So when they throwing stuff at him, I'm like, Man, it's not dope. <laughs> I'm thinking like he just his composure was just so good. Right. Like he just like I'm here. This music won't stop me, man. You guys won't stop me. Lo and behold, he can't see none of this shit. I was literally like floor jaw connection. I was just like, nah. Was ugly, but man. definitely a, a very random twist to start the movie off with a, a blind band leader. But hey, man, you know what I'm saying Ray Charles. Blind boys of Alabama, this guy can walk too. You know what right. I'm saying? Let him go. Let him do his thing. For but, real. Yeah. Double deuce, definitely a double piece of shit. Definitely, definitely. But uh, when they bring on Dalton, and of course, this is kind of like bar rescue, just with uh, if John Taffer could do kung fu or some shit. But yeah, you know, Dalton's like, yo, I'm not taking over this unless you give me the whole operation, including the bar which the bartenders were stealing everything. Oh my gosh. I even peep I'm I would have been fucked up cuz I even peep it at first, you know what I'm saying? I was like, "Damn, yo, did even he, yo, that nigga, he was tight." But yeah, man, continue yeah. where you were going. Like, nah, I was going to say like Dalton Dalton walked in and after a day, just a night of watching everyone observant, next day start firing off people. Yo, you're not here. Terry was the first one to catch the bullet. Like, yo, yo. you ain't it. You got to get up out of here, my man. I ain't kind of, I ain't going to lie. I kind of felt bad for Terry. I thought Terry was going to be a part of the crew. I was like, damn. Fight that nigga. What did he do? He was the, I thought he was the only security guard there doing his job. Yeah. Like, everybody else just kind of stayed around scared of shit. This nigga said, fuck y'all, nigga. Right. Nigga, fuck out of here. Nigga, ah, throwing niggas around on tables. These other, these other fucking security guards, pussy as shit. Right, How you gonna right, fire right. the one nigga that's getting active? I felt Terry on the low. So that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, nah, he, he felt- said he said Terry's vibe was off. He fired him, and he fired a couple of them. He fired my drug dealing, uh, my drug dealing waitress. He fired. Yeah, she the- might fired a plug. Yeah, right. <laughs> the person bringing everyone in this shithole. Acts like yo. But he he cleared cleared house and started getting things right, getting them all together or whatnot, and that was that was pretty cool. But one unique thing about uh, Dalton, and they even said it in the plot, he's PhD educated. What what do you think about the idea, Ari, or the believability of this? What five nine one hundred and sixty pound white guy being the baddest ass? ever but also he's the most educated person ever also like what what are your this thoughts on james dalton they be pissing me with this type of shit bro because it's like all right we, we we watch mma it's possible like i was watching a guy last night five six about 160 something like that a dog dog you know what i'm saying but you know i mean when it comes to the education part all of that not saying that you gotta be dumb to fight but <laughs> i just want to know where do you get a phd in like 
in in club club security. I just don't know where that is, what school you get that for, or who is about to pay tuition to become a security guard. I just want to know where and how and why. You know, because oh, hey, the most unique, most interesting man ever, bro. He literally is, bro. Like I, I was literally in awe of that. But hey, Patrick Swayze. You got it. Eighties, you got it. They know how to make uh, they know how to make you just a dude seem like the coolest, most they like say most interesting dude that you have ever met. Cause he just got all of these random ass like achievements and shit like that. And all the girls love him. All the dudes wanna be him. Like, oh nah, man. This dude Dalton is just too got a little shaky cool got a little shaky pass. We don't really know <laughs> right, so yo, we, a mystery. Like this, this yo, dude got like, all the pluses for the whole Yeah, I got cut in the early train. Right. Take him out. Like he's <laughs> gonna still be polite to niggas after they right. get gangster with right. you. Like, why can't everybody be like Dalton? Right. They wrote this nigga dinner too perfect. Exactly. Like this nigga was a really an American hero, bruh. Man. But on this the is why other white people end, be attached to these songs, these man, movies. Man. But on the other end, the main villain being Brad Wesley. Uh he's one of the He's one of the funniest uh, villains I've ever seen in yes. kind of 80s films because he's rich and he knows he's rich. He's just flexing on everyone and bullying literally, literally every person in that community. My man's was Yo. a menace, bro. Like, who hurt you, dog? Like, <laughs> one of these niggas had to whoop your ass, beat you up in high school, take your girl, something. Because the fucking vengeance he's has on this town yes, literally should be documented, bro. Like, where's the fucking, like, National Guard? Like, this is crazy. Now, you, you knew he was an asshole from the jump when he flew in with the, his private helicopter over the farm with the horses. Got my, my hillbilly guy. Just going crazy, like God damn it! He keeps doing. Yo, this for real, like I'm trying to keep out. my motherfuckers here. Yo, <laughs> fact, I get it, my boy. He was stressed, yo. This the fact that he did that was so disrespectful, so <laughs> disrespectful. Just like, put the shit, nah, man. That dude, that's real. That's real. Fuck nigga, work, man. But like you said, he he set it up so amazingly to be an amazing villain. Like to start it off just like that was that's. Like I said, good writing. I got to commend him for that. That was good writing. Good way to, like you said, to build, um, what's his name? Patrick Swayze's character mm -hmm. as a super nice dude. And like I said, you just enter. Bam. Demon time. This <laughs> they, they, they instantly know how to make you hate a person. You know what I'm Facts. saying? And it's like, I guess with the 80s, is having that common man versus... Sorry, my camera just got. Oh, I'll see. I was just, I was dipped to the left real quick, like. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'll put it up here just to get the shit. Try to be put on focus. But yeah, the um, there you go. Come on, baby. Well, let's say yes. The whole conundrum between like the working class man of the eighties and the mm -hmm. capitalistic Wall Street guy of the of the eighties and such is just seeing those two worlds. The capitalistic men of the. 80s and such like that and seeing how you have the common man always getting fucked over by mm -hmm. these guys and that's what like the main gist of this movie in a sense of like the ideologies of everybody and plot and everything felt like that because 
boy, he he was flexing heavy, man. He was. Like, I didn't know certain people was even connected with this dude. Just but it's just showing how power reached different spaces throughout this this little town and such. Mm-hmm. You know. So, I said, what was it? What was that uh, gentleman's name again? Who played the villain? I seen uh, him. Before. Ben Gazzara. Ben Gazzara. Ben Gazzara. There we go. Yeah. I'm focused, I say, man. I want to say what? Oh, he was in the Big Lebowski. That's yeah. that's where I remember him yeah. from, bro. Yeah. I know I recognize that his face just seems so familiar, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it looks so familiar. Let me see this. Yeah, Ben Graza. <laughs> Damn, he's been around for a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh gee, oh long ago. Yeah, touchdown. Yeah, long ago. Dude, this boy was on Columbo. <laughs> hey, damn, used to be lit. Yeah, it was. Nah, that's my boy. <laughs> my grandma used to love that nigga, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Capone. See, that mm-hmm. was the joke I remember seeing. I used to love these type, uh, you know, Turner classic movie shits. Mm-hmm. Summer mm-hmm. Sam. Okay, he was in a little joint. Some little of them once, yeah, for sure. It's a movie called The Sicilian Connection. Might have to watch that, but mm, okay, okay. But uh, so let's get back to it, man. Um, another person we got to highlight is definitely we talked about him earlier. Let's talk about the character of Wade Garrett, who was portrayed by uh Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott yeah. represented, held it down. He seemed like he was the OG bouncer. For Dalton, mm-hmm. like his, like his uh, sensei, essentially. What, what were your thoughts on his character? So uh, I like how they established um, him, kind of like is in our minds in the earlier scenes when the uh, owner of the club came through, told you know Dalton that he wanted him to come through work for me. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Sam's your guy, you know. And he's like, no, Sam's too old. Whoop de whoop, but Sam still is your guy, you know. And when I thought about it, I always thought he was just saying it just because he just didn't want to take the job. So he was just like, yo, just go work with whoever else. Mm-hmm. But when you see this dude, you understand why he said, nah, yeah, he's still the guy. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter about his age. Nah, he's still cool. He's still calm, collected, and he can still whoop some ass. So I loved how they introduced him, just a soft introduction mm-hmm. where it's like, we're just going to say his name. But when we bring him in, you're going to be like, Oh, like type shit like that. You gonna remember now? Okay, so yeah, I like how they kind of like alley you, Sam Ellicott. When he entered the screen, bro, you cannot not fuck with this dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was oh, he was pretty much thinking how most of us was probably thinking like, fuck this dude. I should probably just right. whoop this dude's ass and like just, just in this in this whole shit. Like, what would this fuck him up? You know? It's like yeah, nah. Sam Ellie was cool as shit, man. Wade. I want to keep calling him Wade Garrett, but I'm thinking of fucking football. But nah, man. His name is Wade Garrett. Wade Garrett, hey, yeah. Wade Garrett, yeah. I'm thinking that was – no, what was the Cowboys coach name? Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. But nah, yeah. So, yeah. Speaking great. Of Jason Garrett, both of them went yeah. out bad. Very. Like, Wade went out bad, man. He went out just, very bad. I was just like, come on, man. Why y'all got to – Jerry Jones in there watching this movie like, right? <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do this in his nigga career. <laughs> We're gonna shoot a narrative like this. They stab my man and leave a note in between the knife and your body. Like, if yo, that's not the most sick demon time, like yo, 
Like this just this is a small town, bro. <laughs> like I right, give it yes, yeah, small towns also lynch niggas. So I mean, I've seen sadistic shit. So right. matter of fact, I'm not gonna take this away from these motherfuckers. They can't get crazy, you know. What I'm saying? So the way they introduced him, like I said Patrick, well, uh, Dalton was getting his ass whooped mm-hmm. by the uh, niggas that fired him and shit. Oh, he was getting and, work. They were putting yo, work on my man back there. Yo. Back there. Terry couldn't wait. He couldn't wait for this moment, bro. Back there. All he tried to do is accept alcohol. He just tried to accept today's order. Hey, man, just go on break. Like, (laughs) yo, he was out of too cool. Like, shit wasn't about to go down. These niggas looking at him like, this nigga, right? He's still in control. Like, yo, get this nigga. Right. Fuck this nigga, son. They were they were making his ass back there, man. Enter the nigga Wade came Wade, through, yeah. just like, look at you getting what he's what he whatever he's saying, pretty much like yo, look at you getting your ass kicked type right. shit. Just gotta be that friend. Right. Like, damn, kick me while I'm down, why don't you? But <laughs> come through, whoop some ass, saves Dalton, man, and we he puts him on to what's going on and shit. He's like, yo, pretty much like, why ain't big called a homie type shit, you know? But it is what it is. I like. I liked how he came through. He wasn't overbearing, overdone. Like, yo, this is your operation. I'm just here to. I just got your back, bro. I just right. got your back. There's some weird shit going on. I walked into. I'm just here to hold you down, man. For sure. Did you Did you get the vibes? Uh, once he met Dalton's old old lady down there. Mm-hmm. Did you get the vibes that Wade was like down to try to make a play on that? Also, because I don't. I okay, because you got to put me on. Okay, okay. Niggas up north ain't that friendly with they niggas, girl. So I understand. I I was wondering, like, is that like how niggas just like southern hospitality type shit? Like, cause, bro. Yeah. Let let any of y'all try to slide slide up on Lois Mitchell like that. Yo. His his hands on sight. That man. Afterwards, but definitely gonna be hands. Yeah. That man was wildin', bro. Like the joke was cool for a little bit until right. he started kind of like the dancing. I'm like, right. hold right. on, like, bro. Like, right. you trying to whispering in her ear and shit? Like, right. oh, what the fuck? Like, right. telling her a, a bunch of sweet somethings because he's right. like, he's dogging me right now. What the exactly. fuck? And think he's saying's a lie. Yo, nah, nah. You always say some shit like that when a nigga's like fake joking or some shit. I feel like this nigga low key was like, he was dirty macking. He was dirty macking. He was. That was definitely. He was dirty macking. Sam, Sam, Elliot, Wade, Garrett, you were. I might have put you in the dirty mac. You know what I'm saying? You might be all pro dirty macker. That's you might not exactly. made the Hall of Fame, but you might be all pro because that was the yo slick, slick. And this means drop you, drop your bitch off right here. I don't even want her. She she ain't look like she ain't even trying to fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was definitely he was definitely on one with that. All right, let's let's move on to. I, I definitely had to talk about this because obviously we're pro wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. We we have an appreciation for Uncle Dave and his five star rating system. So I wanted to ask you what what's your Meltzer star rating for Dalton's special move, his finisher, the ultimate finisher that was teased throughout the movie, and we finally got the payoff toward the end. What was your Meltzer rating for Dalton's throat snatch? Oh, God, Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> it's kind of really take a hour to talk. Once again, bro, this movie is so 80s, bro. Super 80s. So it's just like the whole buildup from the whole, like, you know, the past, like, you know, Wade coming through, finally letting us know what this nigga's past was. Mm-hmm. And like, yo, you know, you can't, you can't run from your past, man. Like, type of shit. Like, oh my God, bro. Shit like this was like, it's so 80s. I'm going to keep just reiterating that because we just got to really understand that we will never get films like this again, y'all. No. We will no. never get films like this again. So just appreciate this time capsule of craziness. But yeah, dog. He's explaining them. I think it was at the restaurant and such that, you know what I'm saying, they're going through about what happened, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, we, I, I, I kind of hear him talk about, you know what I'm saying, the throat snatch and shit, but, like, it ain't really registering to me, you know what right. I'm saying? I'm, I'm here for kicks and punches and some, right. you know, right. whoopty whoop. When I first seen that nigga do that shit, bro, <laughs> yo. I didn't know what movie I was watching anymore, bro. It was OD, man. He was I OD. thought I was watching some Silence of the Lambs or some shit, bro. Like, yo, you in the club, dog. <laughs> in the club. And motherfuckers be worried about a nigga getting shot in the club. Worry about a nigga's esophagus being right. on the floor and you right. slipping on it. Right. Like, are you shitting me right now, bro? That is no like right. yo i'm firing you too right. Right. like what get out of yo yeah. you looking yeah bro the man was just drunk nigga like, <laughs> <laughs> just had a couple weeks over his tab you ripped his throat out like it was like that God, like yo, that is insane, dog. And Meltzer levels of I'm at a couple categories, some PWI type shit, bro. In the in, in the realm of just like savagery, five stars. Like yep. that man, I ain't never seen no nigga in the club do no shit like that, bro. Imagine, imagine getting, imagine the story coming back to your family that your throat got snatched out by a PhD in sociology. Dude. By a uh, do a doctor, you like yo, Doctor Huxtable took your throat out, dog. Like what? What? Like yeah. yo, that is inc- that is crazy, bro. Like so, this that just shows me. I, I need to know what college you went to. What type of are y'all learning? Right. What type of classes that? Yeah. So once you put the two fingers here, right. just, just twist a little, and right. then it just comes yo, right on out. Yeah. Y'all anatomy classes was different, bro. Super crazy. But uh fast forward all the way toward the end, the the ultimate ending of this film. You got Dalton uh going going to go ahead and take care of business. Get get my man's completely up out of there, Ben. So Ben has his whole squad. He got probably about 10 to 12 goons protecting mm-hmm. him. Dalton dismantles all of them. But easy no, work. Fam, note that Terry Funk was killed off screen. So I kind of think Terry kind of stepped in, was like, yo, man, this this five six dude ain't about to put me down. Y'all yeah, gonna I got a to, reputation gonna, to go home with. Yeah, you're gonna have to use your imagination as to what happened to me. For <laughs> so, real. So I, I'm not about to go to Texas. They say some nigga like this facts, fuck me up. Facts. Please. So you, you just see Terry Funk laying down with his gun a couple inches away from him, like at least I went down with the fight. 
Right, my man died on his shield <laughs> like a gangster. Like, stop playing with my nigga. <laughs> Terry right. Funk really was one of my favorite dudes. Like, he was yeah. on 10 ever yeah. since he got not ever since he got fired. I think he really thought he had a chance in this new run of the club or whatever. Mm-hmm. And nigga just came through and fired. I'm like, wait, what, what the fuck? Like, like nigga, I just wonder why you was just standing there and shit. Like, nigga, you, you, did you eat? I don't like I don't know you. So were you just standing here scoping the club out? And you gonna fire me? Like, yo, nah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm, I'm team Patrick. I'm team Terry Fuck, bro. <laughs> you know, boy, no bias, bro. No bias. That's a fact. That's a I feel fact. like Patrick Swayze Loki was looking like, all right, I probably can't take that nigga, so I'm gonna right. fire him go first. Ahead get, go ahead and get him up out. Get of him up out of the rest of these pussy ass niggas. I could right. probably I take. All in I can control line. these niggas. You, beat, you see, he kept a lot. Them niggas were pussy as hell, bro. So man. pussy, bro. When the girl was on the table, dude was like, can you just. Right, like man, if you don't tell this, yo, nah, dog. Patrick knew he was doing. Terry would have had these niggas in lines. He just had, he just probably had other ventures that he was trying to, you know, what I'm saying, expand into. He got the drug, he got the the bar thing, doing their thing. Got you know, what I'm saying, shorty selling the work over here. Right, like right. my man's trying to build an enterprise in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> niggas, niggas ain't trying to listen right to it now. Yeah, y'all want to listen to this weak ass band? Fuck this band, nigga. We trying to get to a bag in this shit. Like, fuck is y'all talking about? <laughs> trying to get better bands in this shit. We can only afford these niggas. Like, facts, facts. <laughs> Yo, did, did you fuck peep out? Up. You peep out Keith David? Uh, in that? Toward no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh classic black actor, uh Keith David. He was the bartender. He was the lead bartender oh, when, when they, they were changed fixed them. Up. Yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Positivity. Yeah, I was happy he brought my boy. I wish he had more lines. I wish he had way more lines. He'd have been a really great character. His cousin, hey man, you're not gonna be doing that in my bar now, right? Right? (laughs) You know he got that fast ass talking. Right? 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 right. (laughs) That's my boy, man. Sound he sound like every uncle put together. Yo, for real, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, I might have to perfect that. My keep David impersonation. Didn't even find a way to impersonate me some weird way. Like, and then go be like, oh, okay. Oh, and they're gonna go start sounding like me. Next, people talk right now, huh? Yo, oh, like, nigga, you live. know, I, you know, I do this for a living, right? right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nah, but, shout out my boy Keith David, bro. Real talk, real black culture legend, right there, no man. Doubt. No doubt. But before we uh go ahead and close it up, because oh, we real definitely quick. Want, I yeah, yeah, go I for wanted it. to give some the sex scene. Okay, I just wanted to think about this. How from when he got cut to he got to this hospital to getting in these cheeks and finding mm-hmm. out this was dude. How long was this? I felt like this all was in the span of like days yo i don't think he really even courted shorty crazy enough to get in the pussy like i don't think he really did that much to really get her going like how she was going i don't even think the doctor really felt like that important of a character in the movie i feel like they needed a joint for him to like have some sex with Mm -hmm. to have a sexy scene she didn't feel important at all to this film she was cheeks man she was just cheeks bro when i'm saying back like yo he fucking her already where's a montage of the running through a park or picnic nothing no, like no, just no phone conversation no nothing? no date he just rizzed her up the fucking, at the joint and just got like that's it mm-hmm. oh man i see why he love this town i see why he love this shit bro like like i said before man this was pete patrick swayze 
is him a, a error in uh mm-hmm. cinematic you know yeah that was crazy i ain't when i see she was fucking with the old dude too i was like damn so you you just yeah, kind of doctor is y'all man you out here getting to it like <laughs> oh you're a little she, wild nigga said no let me wait for you mm-mm she, no. she needs that unpacking. She needs. Yeah, I just thought that was so uh, such a random sex scene that low key. I mean, it's the eighties, so it's gonna be there. But all it was really needed, dog. I feel like it was just there to like show this, show this lady little her little cheeks and shit. Show mm-hmm. Patrick and get it going and moved on. Well, I guess if you want to get to a later plot, as far as you find out that she was with dude and. Not have mm-hmm. gives extra insight to, for this dude to really fuck this nigga Patrick Swayze life up in the movie and shit. So I get it, I get it then. But before that, I felt like he just didn't really do anything to get her. Like she just kind of just already fucking with dude. Like maybe that was just maybe that was just my man Aura back then. He just had to come in and just be like, put them little baby eyes on you and shit, right. and it was over. That's it was it. over. Just man, uh, man. Cop, I mean, just move his hair. Just move his mm-hmm. hair to the side. Yeah, dog, that was about it, man. But no, nah, um, trying to think about any other little. See, that was that was a pro- That was about it, though. That was about it for um trying any other scenes that stood out for the uh, film for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get to let's get to the uh, endings. All right. Well, you know, ultimately, ultimately, uh, it's a showdown between yeah. our hero Dalton, and we got our man. So we got our man's Ben on the other side. He got a couple straps on him. Uh. Get, you know, he misses, he shoots uh, Dalton one good time, but he gets mm-hmm. his gun kicked out, basically. And it comes down to him having his last shot. But then who steps in to save the day? It's the people. The people Yo. save the day. So what what were your thoughts when everybody got a shot off on my guy? Everybody. That was, that was hilarious because... When the first dude got the shot, you're like, okay, word, word. Right, nigga right, saved right. it. Then the second shot came, you're like, right. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, word. You guys want to really get this guy? He, he just, you know what I'm saying? Two plates. It was both here. It was both here. Right. Both here. All right. Then it felt like it was like, all right, is this a firing squad at this point? Not, all right, what are, what's going on here? This city is very violent. Like, the, com- the community has spoken. The this is definitely. Violent. A firing squad moment. I feel like they've probably done this before. <laughs> like, <laughs> they were a little too comfortable with that. Like, yeah, like everybody just know to bring their gun tonight. Like, yeah. like, like, oh no, that nigga, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> but the, the sick, the sick part about it is when the cops came, was like, "Yo, what happened?" He was like, "Yo, I didn't, I didn't see anything. Did you see what happened?" No, nah, I, yeah. I didn't see anything. Did you see what happened? Like, yo, stop snitching. Stop snitching. The stop snitching that, movement that. was way before 2003, 2004, <laughs> y'all. The stop snitching movement was way before, y'all. It's You just don't live in a small community. And that's what the people don't understand. When you live in small, poor communities, the police is not your friend. It's they don't have the situations. They are helping the people that are more than likely fucking you over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when we keep shit on the hush hush and we handle our own problems, don't be surprised. Like, don't be surprised. So yeah, shout out to them. Just letting let people know. 
well, I ain't telling people to stop stitching. You know what I'm saying? Because nah, that camera on Bill O'Reilly shit was still for that nigga. Yeah, that like, I'm just gonna move. Like, <laughs> hey, what you do if a serial killer lived next to you? Yeah, I'm just gonna move. Nah, like, what? <laughs> like, I, I mean, he kind of right, but I mean, I ain't about to let that in- get this thing, son. But anyways, dog. Like I said, um, before we gave it, to, I forgot about uh Ben's uh his 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 hired his hired goon, mm. the 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 martial arts nigga. We gotta highlight him for a little. Yo, bit. Yeah, 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 he yeah. was putting niggas out. Yo, <laughs> this was his like little chess piece to come through, like. Damn, nigga, that was that was some spades move where he he came up with this dude. Oh, you got it. Oh, you think you go with pass? You think you go with my ass? I can't fight, but I got somebody that can. Right? You know what I'm saying? Come holler at my guy. Nah, he was whooping whooping everybody's ass, bro. He was whooping. I'm I'm sorry for not having his name, but god damn, he was whooping everybody's ass. I forgot what his name was. I don't remember him having a. I was gonna call him martial arts dude. But he yeah, was, like, yeah, he was whooping. Me. I mean, he was the one ultimately who got his uh, throat snatched out. Yes, at the, at the last, the final stages of the film or whatever. But when yeah, he before that, he was dudes, fucking everybody up. He brought the dude. And he was like, "Yeah, I got some." You know what I'm saying? Whoopty woo brought him in. He was like, "He it's Patrick Swayze." He had his man. He's like, "Yo, you know, go 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 fight him. You know, go test this nigga." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, he whooped Patrick Swayze little niggas' asses, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, dog. I was like, oh, this man might have some problems on his hand now. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus, hold on now. But no, nah, man. Interesting. It, it definitely made it a little bit more interesting because I'm like, who is going to whoop Dalton's ass? There's literally nobody. Only person that was at least in the movie on his level was Wade. Mm-hmm. But He's out of here now, or not out of here. I think he was still alive when it happened initially. Mm-hmm. But nah, at that, when they finally showed him, he got it busy. Yeah, nah, that dude was, he definitely was a demon. He definitely oh. was a demon. He looks like Ralph, like Ralph, uh, I would say his name, last name right. Uh, Machio? Machio, yep. I was about to say oh. <laughs> He looks he like, kind of look like, like his actually, older brother. Like, yeah, like he actually like had his real age showing. During right. those times, like not <laughs> looking ten years old every time, right. Right, like right, yo, right. that nigga jeans is crazy. But yeah, <laughs> he looks like him if he actually actually aged. But no, nah, that was a that was a dope. That dude was dope. He had some really good uh moves and shit. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. They made it seem like yo, my man Dalton had a, a real struggle now. For sure, for sure, and the ab- yeah. a true adversary. Yes, know? the showdown though. Yes, the showdown yeah. got crazy. Like I said, I, I like the, I like the, uh, like I said, niggas, niggas found their esophagus on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas, niggas found they, you know what I'm saying? They found their dialogue on the Get ground, left bro. Left in a lake. Yo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They did do that nigga dirty. Yo. That's when niggas really started looking at Patrick Swayze like, okay, is, is this still an action movie? Like, right. <laughs> shit just turned into goddamn Friday the Thirteenth. Like what right. the fuck, yo? Right. Like it's spooky. Got it's real spooky, spooky, bro. Right. <laughs> I don't know about to be chill for this nigga anymore. He literally just right. committed murder and stashed the body. Like right. fuck. <laughs> like you know, I ain't trying to tell you like no nothing, but Jesus, these niggas grim. Yeah, man. they don't play no games. 
They making Chicago look like goddamn Denmark right now. Hey man, outside. But man, what what were your final thoughts on Roadhouse as a film? Because I got a couple. I mean, for me, uh, I've always just loved as a kid watching '80s movies and shit mm-hmm. like that. So it always gave me like a certain like break from reality type feel with it because it was always kind of like so exaggerated but they were like this movie was hitting on different topics that were kind of being touched on during the 80s and such like i said greed and versus the common man and you know saying drugs and all of this stuff in small towns mm-hmm. all of that stuff uh, I, and i liked how they in a, like i said in a small in a small way you know saying talked about these type of topics and how you or you as a community can fight back type shit you know because like i said this is like right after the crack era started you know all of these things are going on so it was a good message in the in the in a nutshell you know mm. but dog is after that scene though like i said it, it, <laughs> it had to had to reel me back in because the throat snatch and shit the whole story i was just like yo who is this nigga now? Like, I want to know now. I'm intrigued. He really is the mysterious man. Like you Exactly. Know. You see why he wasn't so proud talking about it. Because it's like, yo, I don't need everybody knowing this is what I'm Why do we even know how to do this? Right. <laughs> Who taught you this shit in some random underground dungeon type shit? Like, what the fuck, bro? Facts. Definitely a blood sport move. That hey, should have been the move in blood sport. Oh, yep. <laughs> a judo chop would have sufficed, man. That's a fact. That's a fact. Nah, but uh Roadhouse classic film from 1989. Like we like I said before, this is peak Patrick Swayze. Uh rest in peace, by the way. Um yes, sir. this I mean it's sex, drugs, rock and roll. You got nudity in it, you got some good music in it. And some comedy. It's some. It's some good. Oh, shout out to the it. bartender too, who I didn't know could sing that during the end of the movie and shit. I oh, thought that yeah, was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, was cool nerd. and shit. She was like, a little nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was a little vibe. I thought she was cool. Shout out to her, man. Yeah, she was a cool sure. vibe of the movie too. No, she did was shy. I would have been annoyed as fuck if she just came up to me talking to me like that too in the bar. In the bar. She pull up, but, pull up to my house. Like Word? she pulled up to his barn. No, no, I'm saying like oh, she, I was because you brought my man coffee and. Yeah, oh like, yeah, what, bro. What we didn't even talk about this nigga just moving to a random ass fucking barn. Yes. Like just that's where you gonna live. You got it, bro. But yes, <laughs> yes. But great film. Two eighty to me. Yeah. Yes, it's sure. very great. It has so many reasons why you gotta go back. Good, funny, like just out of whack. It's so many different. I see why. You know what I'm saying? I the Family Guy shit. Like they make mm-hmm. jokes about movies like that, but it's because it has impact like you know saying once he hit that roadhouse kick like that's the funny part about it you would have thought that would have been like the the, the killing finisher. move like he, right. he hit nah. a nigga and broke his neck or something nah. like with a roadhouse kick, a roundhouse kick you know what i'm saying no that nigga literally ripped the nigga throat out <laughs> that, that still is just literally bo- mind-boggling to me like this mm-hmm. yo i'm sorry man he is out here snatching throats. I meant I meant to say before, before we get out of this one. Um, you know what wrestler was supposed to be in the remake of that film, supposedly? I know they got the new one coming out with Jake Gyllenhaal, but nah, but I'm not sure. That, it was supposed to be Ronda oh. Rousey. 
Before that, it was Ronda Rousey. They were they were in the yo. Well, I feel like I just had the like WeeBay. <laughs> I just had the WeeBay. They were throwing it around saying that they were going to have Ronda Rousey in the place of Dalton. So I do kind of remember that. I wonder how that was supposed to shake out. But like you said, yes, Jake Gyllenhaal is supposed to be Dalton in this new one. Dog. So I, he, I, I wonder how that's going to shake. He he might even wild the fuck out, yo. You know he a little <laughs> twisted up there yeah, when it comes to the acting so role. So a nigga like him, I can he see him learn that. Thrown out. Yeah, he may actually go learn that. <laughs> yeah, for yo, I can't wait. Jake Gyllenhaal is one of my favorite actors. If you've seen Southpaw, mm-hmm. he bodied that film, yo. So I feel like this is gonna and it's gonna have a lot of MMA aspects to it. So I'm 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 interested to see where they go with it. This is one of the few remakes I'm really interested in. Actually, you know? okay, yeah, because yeah. the guy they have in it, he doesn't he don't play. He don't mm-hmm. play about his roles, man. So and it's an action film. You can't really action these days. Have been been pretty good. So I can't. I, I'm interested to see. I think it might be coming out this year. I think it's a 2024. It? Oh, shit. It might, I might I might be. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I know. I know for sure. That they definitely have, um, what's it called? Oh, I yeah, they're saying twenty twenty four. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Initial release March twenty first. Oh shit! Conor McGregor's gonna be in this. Oh shit! That's <laughs> a, I need. A, I need a new trailer, yo. They gotta okay. give us a new trailer. Okay, I'm with this. That's I'm gonna be this. crazy. Let the people know, Ari. Where is what is gonna be the next film that we review? Iron Claw. We can do that. Want to do that next? Mm, okay, I'm with that. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, let's do Iron Claw. I know. Uh, give Give us a reason to go check out the film and such. You know, facts. And facts. you know, given we just talking about Terry Funk '80s and all of that such, might as well go keep it. Sticking you know what I'm saying? Pocket, '70s, pocket. '80s. Go Iron Claw. Let's go fuck with the boys over there. Shout out to you, know, Jeremy Allen White. I think it's Jeremy Allen White just got an uh, Emmy mm. and such too. You know, what I'm saying for the Bears. So shout out to him. Um. <laughs> Yeah, man. So that'd be a cool, cool film to do. That was the one I was like, I know I was. It was at the top of my fucking brain, bro. I got you. All right, so listeners, if you haven't already checked out the Iron Claw, check it out this time next month. We're gonna do a review, talk about the film, its actors, and of course some of the wrestlers. There are some active wrestlers in it. Maxwell yeah, shout Jacob Chavo, Freeman. So Chavo Guerrero helped a lot, you know, with this film. Also, yeah. like a lot of a lot of wrestlers are in in. In the hands of this joint. So, yeah, I can't wait for that one, man. I'm with that. I'm with that. All right. So, before we get out of here, man, Ari, let the people know where can they find you, man? More of your uh, thoughts and opinions. Yes, sir, man. You can come find me at Ari Starks on all social media, man. That is A R R I S T A R K S. Follow me on all social media, man. Yes, man. Come chat with me, man. Um, also, follow Get Your Bars Off podcast, Get Your Bars Off network, where you can find me. You can also find Adrian over there. At uh, Push Your Narratives, you can find me at Get Your Bars Off Podcast with my brother Loso, both of, uh, on both shows over there. Um, you know what I'm saying? Also, shout out to All Marks Pod, family over there, Adrian, Bradley, okay. and such. You already know, man. You know the Pod family. If you're not, you already know. Find me here at yes, Suplex sir. Dinner Club, man, Four Corner Cinema. Yes, sir. Links down below to all of those, uh, just so y'all know. And, yes. of course... Look us up, Suplex Dinner Club. If you're checking us out on YouTube, thank you. Be sure to leave a like, comment down below. Have you seen Roadhouse? And uh, was the throat snatch the most vicious move that you've seen in a movie quite some time? Let us know down below. Um, 
Yeah, man. So great episode, Ari. Thank you again, bro. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, enjoy some playoff football and all that stuff. Listen. Yeah, man. It's going to be crazy. I know it's, it's Bills and I got a Patriots jersey on, but hey, you already know what time it is, man. It's still hometown. I got want to see these dudes beat the Chiefs. Finally have some real good success. This gotta is their final the boss moment right gotta, here. Got to beat the boogie, man. Got to beat the boogie, man, yo. So it's going to be a good Sunday. I'm going to go order me some pizza. It's lit, man. Pizza oh, wings no. Sunday. Four Corner Cinema, baby. There was another one, man. Let's get it. All right, y'all. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next month. And we're out. Peace. Peace.